يرفع الله الذين آمنوا منكم والذين أوتوا العلم درجات يرفع الله الذين آمنوا منكم والذين أوتوا العلم درجات والله بما تعملون خبير السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على عبده ورسوله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد باب وتعطي شاطر الكابتي طبعا من الشرك النذر لغير الله ودي متك نذر؟ طيب باب من الشرك الاستعادة بغير الله Remember last lesson we took a principle which is anything that is affirmed that it is an ibadah for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala an act of worship for Allah then giving it to other than Allah is an act of shirk طيب so this is the next act of worship that is confirmed that it's an ibadah for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is al-isti'adha al-isti'adha and the definition of al-isti'adha is طلب العوذ it is to seek protection it is seek to seek protection from something that is feared seek protection from something that you fear طيب that is al-isti'adha generally and as you can see sometimes you seek protection from something that is feared from a human being generally for example someone's about to uh, attack you or someone something's happening and you tell someone help me right you're seeking awth طيب is that called, is that is that type of shirk no we say that al-isti'adha it becomes shirk when you seek refuge when you seek help from other than Allah in something that only Allah can help you in. For example, a person says, uh, he goes to a grave, or he goes to a person, no, no, forget about a grave, he goes to a person and he says, oh so and so, save me from the hellfire. Save me from the hellfire. Does that person has the, have the power to save from the hellfire? لا. In the, no, he doesn't. Therefore it is considered to be shirk. Okay? So the type of isti'adha that is an act of worship is to do isti'adha in something that only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can protect you from. طيب. طيب, that's the chapter. وَقَوْلِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى What's the evidence for the fact that isti'adha is, um, is an act of worship? وَقَوْلِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an وَأَنَّهُ كَانَ رِجَالٌ مِنَ الْإِنسِ يَعُوذُونَ بِرِجَالٍ مِنَ الْجِنِّ فَزَادُوهُمْ رَهَقًا They said that a group of people and now, there was, a, there was a group of men from the human beings. They used to seek refuge with some men from the jinn. And so they increased them in their, in their evil. يعني, increased the jinn in their evil, some of the scholars they say. Meaning, what, what used to happen? What does that mean? This ayah is talking about the people of, of the, the, the pagan Arabs who used to go to a wadi, a valley. A valley. Okay? And they'll be walking in the desert in a valley. And it will be a dark night. And so before they enter into the valley, they would, they would say, أعوذ برب سيد هذا الوادي من الجن. I seek refuge with the leader of this valley from the jinn to protect me. So he would seek it. But why is he seeking it? He's seeking it because he believes 
that this jinn can protect him from all different types of evil. This jinn can protect him from all different types of evil. So he says, And so what would happen is that they would go through the valley and no one would harm them. The, the jinn wouldn't harm them. Right? But their hearts were connected to the jinn in a way that it should only be connected to Allah. So therefore, it was a type of shirk. It increased them in the evil. Some of the scholars, they said it increased, them, increased the jinn in the evil. How did it increase the jinn in the evil? The jinn, they carried on doing the evil. They became more confident to do this evil because they were given power by these human beings, by these jinn, saying as if, as if they are the ones who protect them. The human beings, they would make them as if these are the, the jinn, they are the ones who protect us. So they would, be, they would, they would gain some confidence in order to uh, carry on scaring the human beings in order, so, in, order so, in order to make them do shirk with them. You understand? So they increased in evil because they would do shirk with them, the, the human beings. وعن خولة بنت حكيم رضي الله عنها قالت سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول خولة بنت حكيم said that I heard the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم saying من نزل منزلا فقال whoever goes to a place any place and then he says أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق and then he says these words I seek refuge with the words of Allah the complete words of Allah from the evil that he has created لم يضره شيء حتى يرحل من منزله ذلك رواه مسلم nothing is going to harm him if he says these words nothing is going to harm him until he leaves that place يعني person goes to a house person goes to a, a place uh, any any place and he says أعوذ بكلمات الله التامات من شر ما خلق I seek refuge with the perfect words of Allah from the evil that he's created nothing is going to harm him I remember the story that I told you guys about about those students in the Maj from Sheikh Muqbil when they came to Sheikh Muqbil rahimahullah ta'ala This is something that I heard from my Sheikh Sheikh uh, ta'ala Teach in the Haram Mecca He would say that a group of French students Came to uh, Yemen Al Yemen, Sa'ad and the Maj And they came to seek knowledge under the Sheikh Muqbil Hadi al-Wadi'i rahimahullah And so when he got there He welcomed them And he gave them tea and, and they ate And then after that they got up and he said Go and build your houses yeah, and go and build your houses because they, you have to build your own house. So they go and build their own. Some of the brothers, they, they would help them out and they built houses made of clay. And so because these houses they were made of clay, these, these, these people, the, the, these French, obviously from the Western world, they're not used to this kind of housing. And when they would sleep at night, he said, one of them is telling the Sheikh Rasulullah, saying that we would sleep at night and scorpions would be next to us. And so he would say, These words. I seek refuge with the, with the words of Allah, the perfect words of Allah from the evil that is created. And so he said, so we, I would sleep and the scorpion, they would sleep next to me. They wouldn't, they wouldn't touch me. Alright? So he says, Nothing's Until you leave that place. Muslim. Where does this show that this is an act of worship? It is shown that it's an act of worship. Where? Right? And the dua that has been commanded. Therefore it's something that's good. Therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves it Therefore it's an act of worship Naam Then he says Al-Ula Tafsir al-Ayah The Tafsir of the Ayah Which I gave you right The Jinn Al-Thaniya Kawnuhu min al-Shirk It comes under Shirk Al-Thalitha Al-Istidlalu ala thalika bil-Hadith Li-anna al-Ulamaa Astadallu bihi Ala anna kalimati Allahi Ghayru makhluqah Qalu li-anna al-Istiadata Bil-Makhluqi Shirk He said that In this Hadith When we said We seek refuge With the words of Allah we said we seek refuge with? With? The words of Allah. What does that show? That shows that the words of Allah are not created. Why? Because you're not allowed to seek refuge with the creation of Allah. Right? 
So therefore the words of Allah are not created. The Quran is not created, it's uncreated. Rather, it's the speech of Allah that's uncreated. That's why you're allowed to seek refuge with the speech of Allah. You're allowed to swear by the Quran because it is the speech of Allah. If it was a creation, then you wouldn't be allowed to swear, swear by the, the other than the Quran. So in the books of Fiqh, they say, وَيَجُوزُ الْحَلِيفُ بِاللَّهِ أَوْ بِاسْمِ مِنْ أَسْمَائِهِ أَوْ بِصِفَةٍ مِنْ صِفَاتِهِ You're allowed to swear by anything of these from, the, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because they are part of Allah. The words of Allah, they are part of Allah, therefore... Uh, you are allowed to swear by them and seek al-isti'adah with them. Al-Rabi'ah, fadilatu hadha dua the virtue of this dua. Al-Khamisa, anna kawna al-shay'i yahsulu bihi manfa'atun dunyawiyya min kaffi sharrin aw jalbi naf'in la yadullu ala annahu laysa min al-shirk. And this is a principle that needs to be underlined and understood. It is that the fact that what you done, it achieved the goal that you intended it does not necessitate that that means that you took what was legislated. I'll repeat that. The fact that you've done something, whether it's haram or whatever, it's haram, something haram, but the, it worked. But it worked. Does that mean that that thing is now halal? No. The means don't justify the goal. Or the goal doesn't justify the means, sorry. Okay? What's an example of that? The people. Is that like the ayah? Exactly. He got, where did he get this from? He got this from the ayah. In the ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, They used to seek refuge with the jinn. And the jinn, because of them seeking refuge, they would not attack them. They wouldn't attack them. But because, why was it shirk? Because of the fact that the jinn are makhluq also, but they would, they would seek refuge with them in a way that they should only seek refuge of Allah, protection from any harm. Of, of, of snakes and protection from every harm of a jinn and, and things like that which the jinn don't have power over and their hearts are connected to them the way that it should be connected to Allah that's why it's considered to be shirk but they were protected the jinn didn't harm them right but is it still shirk? yes it's still shirk no? Jin, it's Surah Al-Jinn it's in Surah Al-Jinn I think 4th, 5th ayah 6th ayah 6th ayah huh? no طيب um, what's the point here? The goals didn't justify the means. For example, a person, and this is from the, especially amongst the mutasawwifah, the people of uh, tasawwuf, um, they have this problem which is that they make, or some of them, they build the acts of worship based on tajriba, based on experience. How is that? He would say, I, one day I was sitting down and I was med- meditating and I felt this feeling that I never felt before. This feeling of tranquility. Does that show that meditation is now act of worship? No, but those people, they, they would do that because they saw the goal. Or, for example, they would go to a... Um, for example, they would go to a person in the grave and they would ask the person in the grave, oh, person in the grave, give me a son. And the next day they get a, the, the, the wife is pregnant or the, the wife gives birth to a son. Does that mean that the person of the grave helped him? So he's going to say, look, I asked, I made the ayah for the person in the grave, and I got a son. Therefore it works. The, 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 the yardstick is not the, the goals. The yardstick is if it conforms with the Quran and the Sunnah. That's it. Nothing else other than that. That's why we would say that when a person, he took something as medicine, that wasn't permitted to be medicine. For example, he wore something, an amulet, and he wore a good luck charm. And on that day, everything went well for him. Everything went well for him. We say 
بعد قدر الله ونؤمن بكذا تشان تشان ستيل شرك طيب ينسان سو ذا مينز دو نوت جاستيفاي اي مين ذا جولز دو نوت جاستيفاي ذا مينز اوكي اند ذس از ا برينسيبل ان عقيده ذا برينسيبل ان فقه ان از ا برينسيبل برينسيبل فروم ذا ويز اوف اهل السنه والجماعه بيبل اوف السنه از ذات وي دونت جاستيفاي ذا مينز ثرو ذا جولز رايت فور اكزامبل ا جروب اوف بيبل ذي مي جو ثرو حرام مينز ان اوردر تو جين بوليتيكال باور They go. They go. Going through haram means in order to gain political power. So they say, uh, let's allow the people to listen to music. You see, some people they they give fatwa, easy fatwa. Why? Is it the reason why we're giving these fatwa? It's just to make it easy for the people so that we can gather them together. For example, they'll say music is halal. Touching a woman is halal. The as one of them, one of them said that um, stoning. The 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 hukum, the ruling of 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 stoning is the from the Sunnah of the Jews, not from the Muslims. In order to make himself see like he's a liberal person, in order for the people to accept him. But what's his goal? His goal might be good. What's his goal? His goal is to gain Islamic power, Islamic political power. Might be good, but the means don't justify it. And this is the way of uh, some deviated groups. Is that clear? So the means, the the goal does not justify. The means. What is the meaning? The yardstick is the Quran and the Sunnah. So Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, he said that if I see a person of innovation flying in the air, I still won't believe he's a wali from the Oliya of Allah, the friends of Allah. He's a good person. He's an innovation. He's going. Even I see him flying, and he's doing miracles. You know the, the miracles of the Oliya. They have miracles, sah. And we believe in the miracles of the of the Oliya of Allah, friends of Allah, and the, the righteous people. They have miracles. But he said, even if I see someone, I see someone. I know he's not. He's in opposition to the Sunnah. But I see him flying. I still won't believe it. I would say he's doing magic. Why? Because the people of the Sunnah are the ones who get the miracles, not those people who are uh, people of innovation. So the point is that the means does not, or the goal does not justify the means. Now, babum. Is that clear? طيب. Babum من الشرك أن يست أن يستغيث بغير الله أو يدعو غيره. This chapter is again proving the istighatha, the issue of istighatha. Al-istighatha, it is talabul ghoth, it is to seek help at times of hardship. It is to seek help at times of hardship. It is to seek help at times of hardship. So he says, from shirk is to do istighatha, to seek help at times of hardship, or to call upon other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to seek help at times of hardship from other than Allah, or to call upon other than Allah to make dua. Tayyip. And istighatha is a specific type of dua. It's a type of dua, but it's a specific type of dua. And it is the type of dua that it is when a person's in hardship. And it is not allowed to be done for anyone other than Allah in things that only Allah can help you in. Again, same thing, right? Istighatha, you're seeking refuge. You can seek refuge with someone in something that Allah is not only specific for Allah, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But as for istighatha, it's the same, same thing. So you're, you're allowed to do istighatha to someone if he can help you. For example, what in the Quran, when the when the man, um, the, when the Coptic man and the Banu Israel, the man from the, the Israeli man, they were they were fighting. And then Allah says about him, and Musa was walking past. So he said, "Fastaghathahu al-ladhi min shi'ati al-ladhi min adwi." The one who was from the tribe of Musa, he then istighatha of Musa to help him. What does that mean? It means that he, was, he helped, he asked Musa to help him from the person that attacking him. He was in a hard times, and it's called istighatha. But it's not, in, not something that only Allah can help you with. For example, again, you're drowning. And you're drowning and you say to someone, come help me. He's there, he can swim, he's right there. Come help me. So he comes and helps you. It's called istighatha in the Arabic language. But 
it is istighatha that is allowed because it is not in something that only Allah can help you with. When is istighatha going to be major shirk? Is only when something when something only Allah can help you with. For example, a person he says, oh, he's he's, in, he's on the on the train on the on the plane, and the plane is about to fall. He says, Ya Rasulullah, help me. Ya Abdul Qadir Jalani, help me. Can they help him? He can't. And that happens. It happens, right? That is when it is considered to be major shirk. And there are three conditions for it to be allowed. Three conditions for it to be allowed. If any of these three conditions are not present, then it is shirk akbar, major shirk. Takes a person out of the fold of Islam. So three conditions of being allowed to do istighatha. Number one is that the person you're doing istighatha with is hay, he's alive. He's alive. Yani? You can't be a dead person in the grave. You say, Ya Rasulullah, help us. Even if you're at the grave of the Prophet he's not alive, he's dead. Not allowed. Shirk. Number two is, he has to be able to help you. He has to be able to help you. Yani, you're asking someone for something that only Allah can help you in. Then it's shirk. If he's able to help you, like give me water, he's able to give you water. But you're asking, enter me into Jannah. Enter me into Jannah. Can you do that? No. Give me a, a child. Can you do that? No. All of that stuff is, you know, is not allowed. Number three is, Hayyun Qadirun. Hadir, he has to be present. He has to be present in front of you. Yani someone in Australia, another country, another country, something happens to you, you say, Yeah, someone help me. What does that mean? It's Shirk Akbar. Tayyib, why are these the three conditions? Two things. Number one is because istiqra. We look at the Quran and the Sunnah. Through reading the Quran and Sunnah, we see that istighatha is only allowed when these three conditions are present. And you don't find istighatha happening in any other time when these three these three things are not. Are not present. Number two is that if now we say that istighatha is allowed in any of when, when someone is not present or when someone is not able or when someone is not alive, then we have given this person a characteristic from the characteristics of Allah. Now, what, does it, what does it insinuate when you say, well, someone in Australia, help me? What does that insinuate? That he can hear, he's all seeing, right? All hearing, all seeing, right? That's not, that's the, that's the attribute of Allah. What does it insinuate when we say, that we say to someone, oh, so-and-so, enter me into Jannah. But he has the power of Allah. Allah is the one who has power into Jannah. No one else can do that. He has the power of Allah. You understand that? Right? No. Mustafa. Oh, yeah. Um, you know this, like, this chapter, uh, does it refer to the Iraqis as well? Like, the Iraqis. It's like the same thing. Yeah, like, so if you go to Iraq, you're seeking help. No, 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 no. This is... You're seeking... No, no, no. Seeking help in things that are allowed, as that is allowed. For example, you say to me, pass the phone. Give me the drink. I'm allowed. We're talking about when someone goes to a grave. He goes, or we find it. You see it, you see it in real life. You see it. People, they're like, Ah, oh, Ya Rasulullah, help me. Ya Abdul Qadir Jalani, help me. That when, they, when the hard time hits them, they, do, they start screaming and they say, Oh, Messenger of Allah. This is what it's talking about. Huh? You had a question? What's the comparison between Istirada and Isawata? Isawata is to seek help at times of hardship. Mm. So What's the difference? Isn't like basically the same thing? It's not the same thing, but it's similar. It's to seek help, but in a different way. Yeah. 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 Isn't the fourth um, condition that you have to be that there are means as well? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they put that condition that you have to. The fourth they, they put that some kind of condition. You don't have to do that. The condition doesn't necessarily have to be there, but no, it's like it is extra that. If you put it there, then alhamdulillah, it's good. So it, so, it has to be, yes, of course, that's true. It's, 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 it's يعني, assumed. It's an assumed condition. Because that's outside of it. Everything has to be, you have to assume everything is going from Allah. For example, an amulet. 
Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You, for example, honey. You drink honey. Yeah. You, you don't believe that the honey actually gives you. So it's, that's that's across the board. You get it. That's why. But yeah, it's assumed. You're right. Is the same with the conditions of apply to as well? Yes, they also apply to the standard. So, now, last question. Uh, what would be an example of minor shirk in this case? Istirahat? Yeah. Never minor shirk. It's always major shirk. A person does istirahat other than Allah, then it's always major shirk. Generally, if, if there is those conditions or not, I'm not present. Tayyip? Unless you, unless you know of, 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 of one. No. No. In terms of what if he's alive, present, able, but you believe? The means wasn't from all, he wasn't the means. He was actually from him. Is that major or minor? That's major shirk. You believe that he is the one who enters into Jannah, for example, in front of you. You see, he's the one who enters into Jannah. It's major shirk. What's the evidence for that? Now, how do you prove that istighath is an act of worship? Because some of those people, what do they say? They say dua is not an act of worship. It's just asking. It's like anyone else. But we say dua is an act of worship. And there's evidence for that. What is it? Remember, what's the what's the formula that we then? What's the formula again? Anything that's active worship. Anything that's active worship is given to Allah. Given it to Allah, it's type of shirk. Tayyib, how do you prove something's an active worship? Huh? Huh? See it? Whatever Allah is pleased with, with actions, speech, and beliefs. Alhamdulillah. Now, active an active worship is anything that Allah is pleased with, whether it be actions, speech, or belief. Inward and outward. Tayyib. And so how do we prove that something is loved by Allah? He that He commands it, or He shows that He loves it, or He tells the Prophet Wasallam to do it, or He says that we, He commands the believers to do it. All of these things are signs that Allah loves something. Allah, no one's going to command something that He doesn't love. Tayyib. Is that clear? Tayyib. Allah says in the Quran, وَلَا تَدْعُ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ مَا لَا يَنْفَعُكَ وَلَا يَضُرُّكَ فَإِنْ فَعَلْتَ فَإِنَّكَ إِذًا مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ Allah says, وَلَا تَدْعُ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ Do not call upon dua. Do not call upon other than Allah. مَا لَا يَنْفَعُكَ وَلَا يَضُرُّكَ Anyone who does not benefit you or does not harm you. Right? فَإِنْ فَعَلْتَ If you do so. فَإِنَّكَ إِذًا In that situation, you are going to be from مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ From those who are oppressed. And the ظَالِمِين here is shirk. Because Allah says in the Quran, إِنَّ الشِّرْكَ لَظُلْمٌ عَظِيمٌ The major type of ظلم. The shirk is the major type of ظلم. One thing I didn't define actually is dua. And dua is to seek something from, from, from anyone, from someone. And dua is to seek something. Right? Or seek help. To seek help. And that's, uh, but the difference between dua and istighath is what? Hardship. Istighath at times of hardship and dua is at any time. So they, 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 they have, a, they have a, something in common. They're the same thing. But istighath is just one thing extra, which is that it's at time of hardship. طيب. So he And in the Quran... The word dua has two meanings. It has two meanings, generally. Two meanings. Number one is dua al-ibadah, an act of worship. Dua is called an act of worship. Right? Or dua al-mas'ala, the dua of asking. So any act of worship is called dua, and asking is also called dua. So Allah says, وَلَا تَدْعُ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ مَا لَا يَنْفَعُكَ وَلَا يَضُرُّكَ Do not make dua to other than Allah. What does it mean here? Which dua? means both. Don't make dua of worship. Don't worship other than Allah. And do not call upon other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَلَا تَدْعُ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ مَا لَا يَنْفَعُكَ وَلَا يَضُرُّكَ Something doesn't benefit you or harm you. 
If you do so, you'll be from those wrongdoers, the oppressors. And if Allah touches you with any harm, there is no one going to, that's going to bring it, take it away from you except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If any harm touches you, no one's going to uplift that harm except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So therefore, only make dua to him. وَقَوْلِهِ تَعَالَى فَابْتَغُوا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ الرِّزْقَ وَعْبُدُوهُ Seek rizq, provision from only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَعْبُدُوهُ and worship him. And the ibadah here is a type of, and dua is a type of ibadah. What's the evidence for that dua is a type of ibadah? The hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, الدُعَى هُوَ الْعِبَادَةِ Dua is ibadah. Dua is ibadah. طَيِّبُ وَقَوْلِهِ تَعَالَى وَمَنْ أَضَلُّ مِمَّنْ يَدْعُوا مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ who is more misguided than the one who calls upon other than Allah? Mindunillah, Mella Yastajibulahu ilayum al qiyamah. One that cannot respond to you until the day of judgment. You call upon someone who cannot respond to you in the, until the day of judgment. Who's more misguided than that person? Right? What's the next ayah? It says, And on the day of when they're resurrected, they're going to be enemies of them. The one that you made dua to, besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's going to be your enemy. Right? And they're going to disbelieve your dua. They're never going to accept that you made dua to them. And this is what Qawli ta'ala, أَمَّن يُجِيبُ الْمُضْطَرَّ إِذَا دَعَاهُ وَيَكْشِفُ السُّوءُ The one that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, all the one. Yeah, and he's talking about is there anything that deserves to be worshipped except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with Allah then he says or is the one who deserves to be worshipped the one who responds to the one in hardship when someone's in hardships Allah is the one is the one who responds to when he makes dua to him yeah, and when a person in a time when there is nothing left except for Allah he has no hope in anything other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he makes dua to him in a hardship he's about to die he's in the desert he's about to he's lost he has nothing no food Allah says, I am the one who responds to the one at that time. And from the reasons why Allah make the response, or from the asbab and the ijabah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds to certain people is that when the people are in hard times, Allah responds to that person. From the reasons for your dua to be accepted, that you're in a hard time. Because of this ayah, the one who responds to the one who's in a hard time when he calls upon him. And he removes those evil hardships that he's in. All of these evidences they show that dua generally is an act of worship. Then he says, Rawat Tabarani bi isnadihi, Annahu kana fi zaman nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam munafiq. Tabarani, he narrates in, in his, in his, uh, with his chain of narration that at the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam there was a munafiq, a hypocrite. Yu'zi al-mu'mineen, he used to harm the believers. Faqala ba'duhum, some of them they said, the believers they said, قوموا بنا نستغيث برسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم. Come, let's go and do استغاثة with the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم من هذا المنافق from this منافق. يعني seek help from the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, which is allowed. فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم look what he said. Even though the استغاثة they're talking about is the استغاثة that is allowed, but to cut off all of the path, the roads to shirk, what did he say? إنه لا يستغاث بي إنما وإنما يستغاث بالله عز وجل. You don't do istighatha with me, you only do istighatha with Allah subhanahu, uh, subhanahu wa ta'ala azza wa jal. Right? And there's many other evidences to show that dua and istighatha should only be for Allah. From amongst the being, وَأَنَّ الْمَسَاجِدَ لِلَّهِ That the masajid are only for Allah. فَلَا تَدْعُوا مَعَ اللَّهِ أَحَدًا Do not call upon anyone other than Allah. And istighatha is a type of dua. And the, uh, the dua here means dua al-mas'ala, the asking and also dua 
al-ibadah. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhuma, إِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِنْ بِاللَّهِ When you seek help, seek help of Allah. وَإِذَا نَعْمْ وَإِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِنْ بِاللَّهِ When you when you seek help, or when you seek help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that shows that we should only make dua, dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Therefore, making dua to anyone other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a type of shirk. Al-Akbar, major shirk. Wallahu a'lam. Naam. What's the question? Which is that it's basically saying that dua and istighatha is just general and something specific. A specific type of it. Yani dua is general. And a type of dua, a specific type of dua is istighatha. Exactly. Dua is yani istighatha is a type of dua. It just means that when it's a dua at a time of hardship. وَتَفْسِيرُ قَوْلِهِ وَلَا تَدْعُ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ مَا لَا يَنْفَعُكَ وَلَا يَضُرُّكَ Do not make dua, do not call upon anyone besides Allah, anything that does not benefit you or harm you. ثَالِثَةَ أَنَّ هَذَا هُوَ الشِّرْكُ الْأَكْبَرُ This is major shirk. الرَّابِعَةَ أَنَّ أَصْلَحَ النَّاسِ لَوْ فَعَلَهُ إِرْضَاءً لِغَيْرِهِ صَارَ مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ That even if the most righteous people, righteous person, was to do this, يعني to do استغاثة other than Allah, Sara min al-zalimin, he will become from the zalimin. And Allah says in the Quran about the prophets. He says, "Tilka hujjatna, hujjatna atina Ibrahim ala qawmin arfa'u darajatin man nasha, innahu huwa al-alim al-hakim. Wa min duriyati, then he says, wa Ismaila wa al-yas'a wa al-kifli kullu min al-salihin, wa Ismaila wa al-yas'a wa al-kifli kullu min al-salihin, anzu min abaihim wa duriyatihim wa ikhwanihim wa jitabaynahum wa hadaynahum ila asratim mustaqim. Talking about all of the prophets. We guide them to the... Ulaika al-lazina hadallah. These are the ones who Allah guided. Fabihudahum uqtadis. So follow their guidance. And he says, Walaw ashraku lahabita anhum ma kanu ya'manun. If they were to do shirk, we would have made all of the actions not avoid. If the prophets were to do shirk, we would have made all of the actions not avoid. That's what he's talking about here. He said, Anna aslah al-nas. Even the most righteous person, if he was to do that, sara min al-zalimin. He would be from the zalimin, the oppressors. Taib. Tafsir al-khamisah. Number five, tafsir al-ayat al-lati ba'daha, tafsir al-ayat that came after it, al-sadisah, kawnu thalika la yanfa'u fi al-dunya ma'a kawnihi kufra. It doesn't benefit you in this dunya, and it is kufr. What does that mean? The dua that you make to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's not going to benefit you in this dunya. The person can't hear you. Like Allah says in the Quran, in Surah Fatir, what does he say? وَالَّذِينَ تَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِهِ مَا إِلَا يَمْنِكُونَ مِن قِطْمِيرِ Those who you call besides Allah, they don't even own a Qatmir. What is Qatmir? Qatmir is, um, you know the date. You know the date. The, date, the seed of the date. You know it has a skin on it. It has a skin when you, when you peel it. Says, those people, this is a Qatmir. Those people who you call on besides Allah, they don't even own that. That date. They don't even own that. They don't own anything. So why are you calling upon other than Allah? That means you call upon Qatmir. If you call upon them, they don't hear your du'a asla. If they were able to hear, they wouldn't be able to respond to you. Even if they were able to hear, they were able to hear, they wouldn't respond to you. On the day of judgment, they're going to disbelieve in your shirk. And no one's going to tell you this information like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who is the most knowledgeable. So only call to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No, I said it won't benefit you. Say someone goes and does this stuff up and 
they receive what they ask for. Is that linked to the previous quote you mentioned? It's not the. It wasn't the dua. It just happened. It was the qadr of Allah. It happened by the qadr of Allah. The actual dua does not benefit them. Even if it happens after he made dua to them, it doesn't benefit them. That's why they say when a person, when the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Inna Allah, fa Inna Allah lam yajal dua ummati fi ma haram alaiha." Allah, Allah subhanahu wa taala did not make the medicine of my ummah in something that's haram. So he said, if a person drinks something that's haram, they take that. For example, they say uh, he smokes marijuana for, for medicinal purposes, right? And then he says, I got cured though. What do we say? We say you were cured whilst smoking the marijuana, not through it. It was whilst you were doing it. It was not through the actual thing. It was because by the qadr of Allah, Allah gave it to you at that time. It wasn't through the actual thing. Because Allah never made the dawa, the medicine, in anything that is haram. طيب. كونوا نعم نعم السابعة تفسير الآية الثالثة نعم الثامنة أن طلب الرزق لا ينبغي إلا من الله that we should only seek a risk provision only from Allah كما أن الجنة لا تطلب إلا منه just like جنة is only sought from Allah سبحانه وتعالى التاسعة نعم نعم تفسير الآية الرابعة تفوت على العاشرة ذكر أنه لا أضل ممن دعا غير الله there is no one who is more misguided than the one who calls upon other than Allah because the one can't even hear you. That's the misguidance. What sort of misguidance is that? The person can't even hear you and you're making dua to them. Al-Hadiyah 10, number 11, أنه غافل عن دعاء الداعي لا يدري عنه. Now the one who's being called upon, he is heedless about the calling of the caller. He doesn't know anything about it. Al-Thaniyah 10, number 12, أن تلك الدعوة سبب لبغض المدعو للداعي وعداوته له. That this dua that the person makes to the person in the grave, it's going to be a reason for the enmity on the Day of Judgment. Yeah, and a person on the Day of Judgment doesn't want anything on his neck. So imagine someone comes and says, this person used to make dua to you. What is he going to say on the Day of Judgment? Nah, I'm free from this person. I, I had no idea he was making dua to me. Why would I? He doesn't want anything extra on his neck. Because if he was to say, I know he making dua, I told him to make dua, he would be held accountable. And they would say they're free from them. On the, jinn, on the Day of Judgment, Allah says about the angels, He says, وَيَوْمَ يَحْشُرُهُمْ وَمَا يَعْبُدُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ فيقول أأنتم when we when we raise them on the day of judgment Allah says we're going to raise them on the day of judgment ثم نقول للملائكة we're going to say to the angels Allah is going to say to the angels أهؤلاء إياكم كانوا يعبدون these people did they used to worship you or angels what did the angels say قالوا سبحانك Allah you are above that ah سبحانك أنت وليونا من دونهم you're our protector not them بل كانوا يعبدون الجن they used to worship the jinn us they used to have the statue of an angel and they'll make dua to the angel and if he would speak back to them it would be a jinn entering, making sounds and they'll think that it was the angel responding back to them so the angel they'll say بَلْ كَانُوا يَعْبُدُونَ الْجِنْ أَكْثَرُهُمْ بِهِمْ مُؤْمِنُونَ they used to believe in the jinn that's them we're free from that another ayah says إِذْ تَبَرَّعَ الَّذِينَ اتُّبِعُوا مِنَ الَّذِينَ اتَّبَعُوا وَرَأَوُوا الْعَذَابَ وَتَقَطَّعَتْ بِهِمُ الْأَسْبَابِ Yani those people like Isa ibn Maryam, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, those people who make dua to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are going to cut their tires with those people. They, we have nothing to do with those people. They make dua to us, but we have nothing to do with them. It's tabarra'a alladhina tubi'u min alladhina tabi'u wa ra'awu al-adhaab that they're going to see the punishment wa taqatta'at bihimu al-asbaab and all relations are going to be cut. There's not going to be any relations. No one's going to help them on that day. Wa taqatta'at bihimu al-asbaab. وقال الذين اتبعوا لو أن لنا كرة فنتبرأ منهم كما تبرأوا منا. So if only we can go back again in the dunya, they're going to have such regret. 
If only we could go back in the dunya. We can free ourselves from them just like they freed themselves from us. Right? Those people that from Iblis. When Iblis, the shaitan, is going to free himself because the people they used to follow, they used to follow Iblis. He's going to say, I never, I never done anything. I just called you. I have no, I had no, I had no authority over you. I just called you, told you what to do, and you responded. So You have no. I can't blame you. You can't blame me. I'm not taking your point. No one's taking. Everyone's there by themselves in the day of judgment. Those people they're going to completely free themselves from the people of shirk. So it's going to be a reason of adawa enmity between them. That is, dua was called ibadah, right? Allah said that it's ibadah. Number 14 is, The one who is being called is going to disbelieve in that ibadah. Not going to believe in it. This is the reason why he's going to be one of the most misguided people. Because of the fact that he's going to be left with nothing with the day of judgment. That the people of idol worship at the time of hardship they would only call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At time of hardship they would only call upon Allah. But when it's time of ease that's when they would call upon other than Allah. Like Allah says in the Quran uh, when they go on the ship, right, and the ship, the ship is the waves are throwing them around, and they think they're about to die. What they say? They make dua only to Allah, in sincerity, ikhlas, no one other than Allah. They don't make dua to their idols, and they would say your idols can't help you here. They can help you in the earth, but they can't help you here. Only make dua to Allah. Ajib, right? They know that only Allah is the response. That's why they call upon Allah only in hard times. But the people of today, some of the mushrikun of today, even in hard times, they call upon other than Allah. And that shows that they're worse than those, those early mushrikeen. Look how the Prophet he prevented and protected the borders of Tawheed. He protected it. How? He said, إِنَّهُ لَا يُسْتَغَاثُ بِي You don't do istighathah with me. إِنَّمَا يُسْتَغَاثُ بِاللَّهِ You don't do istighathah with Allah. Despite the istighathah that they were doing was allowed. But he wanted to protect. He wanted to cut off the, all of the uh, roads and pathways to shirk. And the Prophet, he called him حِمَايَةُ الْمُصْطَفَى The word Mustafa. Is that a name from the names of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? It is, huh? What's the evidence? Actually, yeah, but it's a name. In the Muslim of Imam Ahmed, the Prophet said, I am the Prophet Mustafa. Brings an ayah instead of a wording. Have you come across that before in the, in the books of heaven, right? Instead of a chapter name, he brings the ayah to allude to the chapter title, to allude to the chapter topic, right? 
He brings the, an ayah. So he says, أَيُشْرِكُونَ مَا لَا يَخْلُقُوا شَيْئًا وَهُمْ يُخْلَقُونَ وَلَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ لَهُمْ نَصْرًا Are they going to call upon other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala someone who does not create? Rather they are created. وَلَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ لَهُمْ نَصْرًا وَلَا أَنفُسُهُمْ يَنصُرُونَ وَلَا أَنفُسُهُمْ يَنصُرُونَ And they can't even give you help. They can't give you nasr. They can't give you victory. And they can't even give victory to themselves, let alone give you victory. Right? What, what is he trying to show in this chapter? He is trying to show, and this is the point of the chapter, write down. The point of this chapter is bayan, to show عَجْزُ الْمَخْلُوقِ The weakness of the ones you are created وَعَظَمَةُ الْخَالِقِ And the greatness of the Creator. And this is something that needs to be instilled into the heart of the believers. That a believer needs to understand the, the greatness of Allah. So in this chapter, it's talking about what? The greatness of Allah and the ability, the, the power of Allah and the lack of power of the creator, creation. Only Allah has the power and the creation, they have no power. So the ayah, what did he bring here? These people who you are calling besides Allah, the creation, not, they created themselves. So why are you going to connect yourself to them? And they cannot create anyone. And they can't. And they can't give you victory. And they can't give victory to their own selves. And this, it brings into the heart of the believer the tawakkul in only Allah. He only seeks from Allah. He doesn't want anything from the creation. When a person has this, he actualizes this in his heart. In his heart. And it's not easy. A lot of people, they say, I actualize in my heart. I have this in my heart. Tawheed is in my heart. But if you're not constantly repeating Tawheed, the ayat of Tawheed, and pondering over them, they don't create anything. And you're pondering until it instills, just, you put it into your heart. And then even when it gets into your heart, you're constantly reminding yourself of it by reciting the Quran and understanding this fact that only Allah is the one who creates. Only Allah is the one who has power. What, does, what effect does that have in your life? For those people who say, why are you guys always teaching Tawheed? Why, what effect they say, what effect does it have? We're in, we're in turmoil, people are doing this. Why are you teaching Tawheed? Akhi, it has an effect on your life as well. That a believer, when hardship happens, what's the first thing that they go to? They go to this. And they go a person, a normal person. The hardship has, happens in their life. They go to the job, they go to the manager, they go to this person, they go to that person. And I'll use the last one they go to a lot of people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the last one. When there's no means left, that's when they go to Allah. But the believer, the true believer who understands Tawheed in his heart, when hardship happens, the first thing that he says is, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. We belong to Allah and we're going back to Allah. Sign of Tawheed in his heart. And the Prophet وسلم, said to the woman, Inna sabru fi sadmatil ula. The patience, the real patience, is when the hardship first touches you. How many people have Tawheed, actualized Tawheed? By when anything hard, anything happens to them, they only rely on Allah. When it comes to money, they only rely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When it comes to uh, health, only rely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They know Allah is going to protect them. When it comes to anything, they only know, they know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who is going to protect them, no one else. And this is something that needs to be instilled into the heart of the believer. Just because you're praying five times a day, just because you're seeking knowledge, just because you're reading the Quran every day, it doesn't mean that this, this meaning is actualized in your heart. How? How do I know that? Look at it. look what happens to you at times of hardship. Do you say, ah oh, man, if only I've done this, or do you say alhamdulillah? What happens to you? Look at yourself, ask yourself. And ask yourself, have I actualized tawheed in my heart really? 
And Allah, so what's the evidence of that? Those who you call upon other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they do not own even a qatmir. What's qatmir again? The skin of the seed. And so we took that already. وفي الصحيح in the صحيح حديث عن أنس بن مالك رضي الله عنه قال شج النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يوم أحد وكسرت رباعيته رباعيته. He said the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم on the day of on the day of أحد in the battle of أحد his face was he had a gash in his face and his molar tooth was broken. No no his, his tooth was broken. Alright and he said. فَقَالَ كَيْفَ يُفْلِحُ قَوْمٌ شَجُّ نَبِيَّهُمْ How are people going to be successful, these people? How are they going to be successful? When they hurt their own prophet, شَجُّ نَبِيَّهُمْ What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? فَنَزَلَتْ لَيْسَ لَكَ مِنَ الْأَمْلِ شَيْءٍ O Messenger of Allah, you have no power over this. The Messenger of Allah, the most beloved creator, creation to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah says to him, لَيْسَ لَكَ مِنَ الْأَمْلِ شَيْءٍ You have no power over this. Right? Another hadith, the reason why this same ayah was revealed, أنه سمع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, إذا رفع رأسه من الركوع, when you get up from ركوع, في الركعة الأخيرة من الفجر, in the last ركعة in صلاة الفجر, he would say, and this was after after a time where a group of people, they came and they killed a lot of the companions. They were the companions. They were sent on a mission, and on that mission, all of the companions, a lot of them, they were killed by by a tribe. Okay. And so the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qanata alayhim shahra He would make dua qunut in salat al-fajr and all of the five daily prayers He would make dua against them for one month One month he would be making dua against them So he would say Allahumma al'an fulanan wa fulana Oh Allah curse so and so and so and so Ba'dama yaqulu sami Allah liman hamdi rabbina wa lakalam After he say sami Allah liman hamdi rabbina wa lakalam He would say Allahumma al'an fulanan He would say oh Allah curse this person curse this person Fa'anzal Allah What did Allah say to him? Laysa laka min al-amri shay You have no You have nothing to do with this affair you have no power over this affair. The Prophet ﷺ is being told by Allah Azza the Creator, the Most High, the most beloved creation to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Remember, it's the Prophet ﷺ, it's not any man. The Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is saying to him, "You have no no power over this." So who in their right mind is now going to call upon the Prophet ﷺ when Allah said he has no power? Who is going to call upon anyone lower than the Prophet ﷺ now? An idol, a statue, a wali, a a sheikh. Gonna make dua to that person when the Prophet himself didn't have power over his own affairs. Allah says, Allah. Say, I have no ability, I don't own any harm or benefit except for what Allah wills. And if I was to know the unseen, min al khair. I would have got a lot of good. And if the Prophet saying, if I knew the unseen, I would have done good. That means he doesn't know, I would have got a lot of good. He doesn't know the unseen, right? And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam reminded him that only Allah is the one who has power. وفي رواية يدعو على صفوان بن أمية In one narration he will make dua against Safwan ibn Umayyah وسهيل ibn Amr والحارث ibn Hisham فنزلت and so the ayah was revealed ليس لك من الأمر شيء You have no power over this affair. وفيه عن أبي هريرة In the Sahih also from Abu Hurairah رضي الله عنه قال قام رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم حين أنزل عليه The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he stood up when the ayah was revealed to him, وَأَنذِرْ عَشِيرَتَكَ الْأَقْرَبِينَ The ayah was revealed in Surah Al-Shu'ara. It was said to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, warn your close family. Yani he was, when the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was first given the message of Islam, he was not commanded to go out and do da'wah publicly. Until this ayah came down, وَأَنذِرْ عَشِيرَتَكَ الْأَقْرَبِينَ Warn your close family. Yani your tribe. So he got up, فقال, he got up on top of on the mountain of Safa, of Safa. 
And he said, Ya Ma'ashara Quraysh, O people of Quraysh, O Kalimatan Nahuha. Something similar to that. He said, Ishtaru anfusakum, buy your own selves. Buy, purchase your own selves. La ugni ankum min Allahi shay'a. I cannot help you in front of Allah with anything. Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa saying to his people, I cannot help you with anything. Ya Abbas ibn Abdul Muttalib. Oh, Abbas ibn Abdul Muttalib. Who is Abbas ibn Abdul Muttalib? The uncle of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He says to him even, La ugni anka min Allahi shay'an. I cannot help you with anything. Not only that, so he said that to his tribe. Then he said it to his uncle. Then he said, Ya Safiya, Ammata Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Oh, Safiya, the auntie of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. La ugni anki min Allahi shay'an. I cannot help you with anything. Auntie of the, imagine the, the, the one who is the most beloved to Allah. The, you have to understand why he's talking about the Prophet ﷺ here. He's bringing the Prophet ﷺ as an example. Why? Because everyone else is below the Prophet ﷺ. So if the Prophet ﷺ can't help you, then everyone else can't help you as well. That's why the Shaykh is bringing the Prophet ﷺ specifically. Right? So he says, Ya Safi, la min Allah, I can't help you. Then he says, Wa ya Fatima binta Muhammadan. He says, Oh, Fatima, the daughter of the Prophet ﷺ. Min salini ni mali ma shit. Ask me any of the wealth that you want. Ask me as much money, I'll give you the money, don't worry. But I cannot help you in front of Allah with anything. You know what I mean? And I can't help you. And that shows the weakness of the creation and the strength of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What about the intercession? What is it? Even the intercession of the Prophet. The Prophet does not own his intercession. Allah says in the Quran, Kullillahi shafa'atu jami'a. Shafa'a only to Allah. And the chapter is going to come. About Shafa'a is the next chapter? No, it's not. The chapter is going to come soon. Uh, next chapter, the chapter after next. We're going to talk about Shafa'a. And we, talk, we spoke about Shafa'a a lot of times. Remember we said that even the Shafa'a intercession of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he doesn't own it. Allah says, Kullillahi shafa'atu jami'a. Shafa'a is only owned by Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala. And we're going to prove that inshallah when we get to Shafa'a. To show you that the shafa'ah at the beginning is for Allah and the end is for Allah. It's not that, it's not that intercession in this dunya where, you, where you're able to go into the office of a person who's bigger than you and you're able to tell them, can you do this for me? It's, can you do this for my friend? Shafa'ah and the judgment are not the same. Shafa'ah and the judgment is from Allah to Allah. Hmm. And you know the ayah, not for you, Muhammad, Allah's decision. There's mm-hmm. three different narrations where it got revealed. So which one? How do you three different narrations which were revealed, they say that an ayah can be revealed three different times. Yeah, and the ayah was revealed. At uh, first time. Then at a second time something happened, so Jibreel came to the Prophet ﷺ, telling him the ayah again, reminding him of the ayah, that it also applies in this circumstance. And in the third one, it also applies in these circumstances. This is something that uh, Suyuti mentions in his Ulum al-Qur'an, or al-Itqan. Fi masail al-Ula tafsir al-Ayatayn, tafsir al-Tafsir al-Ayat. Al-Thaniya, qissatu Uhud, the story of Uhud. Al-Thalitha, qunutu Sayyidi al-Mursaleen, wa khalfahu sadatu al-Awliya'i yu'minuna fi salah Look at this, the qunut of the Prophet ﷺ, he make dua. The leader of the Prophet, Sayyidul Mursaleen. Notice how he's bringing the Prophet ﷺ because he is the one who is the best of creation. So anyone below them is less. وَخَلْفَهُ And behind the Prophet ﷺ are سَادَاتُ The leaders of the awliya of Allah. The lead, who are they? The Sahaba, right? They're the best of people after the Prophets. And they say in Ameen. And despite that, Allah is still saying to them, لَيْسَ لَكَ مِنَ الْأَمْنِ شَيْءٍ You have no power, it's fair. And those people that he's making dua against are kuffar. Despite that, Allah still said that to him. That these kuffar, who the Prophet is making dua against, they're not normal kuffar. 
They're fighting a prophet. They're not fighting any normal person. They're fighting a prophet. Right? Right? They hurt a prophet. They hurt the Prophet. They wanted to kill him. And they mutilated the bodies of the dead Sahaba. And these Sahaba who they're killing are their own family members. Do you find it? Is there anything worse than that? Kuffar against the Prophet, against their own family members, killing them. Despite that, and the Prophet is making dua against them. Despite that. So if there's anyone who deserves dua to be made against them, it's them, right? But despite that, the Prophet is still told, Allah says the end of the ayah that you have no affair. Maybe Allah is going to repent and accept their repentance. Uh, maybe they're going to repent. Allah is going to accept their repentance. Or maybe Allah is going to punish them. And some of them, they did repent, right? And some of them, Allah punished. No, making dua someone is allowed. Sometimes. But when, when you're oppressed, someone's oppressed. But this is cursing. The Prophet ﷺ will be cursed. La'an. Which is what? Uh, then they have no mercy of, they have no hope in the mercy of Allah, right? This is what the, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prohibited the Prophet from doing. That we make qunut dua in salah when hard when something happens. you guys understand that hardship goes through Muslim lands, something happens, we make qunut in five daily prayers when uh, calamity befalls. That he named those people in, in, in the Salah. He named their names and their father's names. Cursing the one who is Al-Mu'ayyan. Specific person in dua. Is that allowed? Yeah, it shows it's not allowed. According to you? But general is allowed. No. Oh, uh, no, it's, it's allowed, but it has to be done by the permission of the leader, Muslim leader. So the, the, the dua of Qunut is only done by the permission of the Muslim leader generally. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason why the Prophet was accepted under the eye came down was because he was specifically naming people. Because he was, yeah, because he was making cursing, doing la'an of those people. But if he was genuine, it would be. No, and then it would be okay, it's fine. Because Allah says, 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 the Prophet was very serious when he came to his da'wah to the point that he was called crazy, insane. And when, you're giving, when, you're, when you're calling to people to the way of Allah, people are going to harm you. The Prophet wanted to do it. He was so eager to spread the message of the truth that he was called insane. And even if a Muslim does it today, he'll be called insane as well. Like a person needs to have patience and knowledge. Number 13, he said to the far and the close people to him, his relatives and his far relatives, I cannot benefit you in front of Allah with anything. He said, Oh Fatima, Fatima, I cannot help you with anything. If now the Prophet he clearly said, whilst he is the leader of the messengers, that he could not help the leader of the women of the, of the creation. And he 
and you believe that he only says the truth. Yeah, and the Prophet ﷺ, he is the leader of the creation, the, most, the best of creation. And his daughter Fatima is the uh, leader of the women of Jannah. And you believe that the Prophet ﷺ only says the truth. Then you look at what the people today, what they believe. You see how far Tawheed people have gone from Tawheed and how strange the religion is today. That people, they know the Prophet said this. Despite that they still go to the Prophet to make dua at his grave instead of Allah. He's going to do anything for his own daughter. What do you think he's going to be able to do something for you? صلى الله عليه وسلم باب قول الله تعالى حتى إذا فزع عن قلوبهم قالوا ماذا قال ربكم قالوا الحق وهو العلي الكبير and today is the last chapter we're going to take today and the next lesson we'll take a shafa'a inshallah this chapter is similar to the last chapter he brings an ayah right brings an ayah and the intention behind this tarjama behind this chapter write down is to show is the same is to show the weakness of the creation and the strength of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why, why did he do that again? In order to remind the believer that we should only make dua to Allah alone. No one else other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the one who you're making dua to is a creation like you. And therefore, they're not going to be able to help you. But he comes from a different angle here. In the last, ang- in the last chapter, what, what angle did he come from? The human beings on the earth. The people on the earth, they can't help you. Okay? Human beings, the prophets, and things like that. Tayyib, what about the angels? So here in this chapter he says, even the ones in the heavens, who are? The Prophet ﷺ describes one of the angels, the one who's carrying the throne of Allah. That, from his cheekbone to his, his earlobe, is the, is the, is the masirat, 5,000 years. From here, to show that is 5,000 or 50,000 years. That's how far it is. It's the angel. Okay, from here to here. So, you sure? Yeah, I read it. I read it. Read this on you then. <laughs> 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 yeah, and it's a distance, a large distance of the angel between the the the, the ear and the and the and the, and, the, and the shoulder blade. And despite that, they have no power in front of Allah. We're gonna see this. Look, it says, "Hatta idha fuzi'an qulubihim," when their hearts are. Um, the fear leaves their heart the overcoming fear it leaves their heart the angels they say they say what did your lord say what did Allah say they say he said the truth and he's the most high the most the most great what is that talking about the angels they've been frightened and the fright the frightness comes out from their heart what is he talking about hadith explains ayah he says وفي الصحيح عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أنه قال The Prophet صلى الله عليه Is it right? Was it? الله أكبر 700 جيز بارك الله فيك زاك الله خيرا طيب وعن أبي إذا قضى الله الأمر في السماء ضربت الملائكة بأجنحتها خضعانا لما لقوله That when Allah سبحانه وتعالى command something in the heaven in the heavens. Allah Azza wa Jal, He commands something. He brings the wahi, He reveals something. He speaks. When Allah speaks above, when He speaks, what happens? The angels, they, their wings, they hit their wings on the floor and they go on the floor. Imagine the wing, they hit the wings, they go on the floor. 
بأجنحتها خضعانا لقولي أو humility to the speech of Allah they hear Allah is speaking they go down كأنه سلسلة على صفوان it's as if a chain a chain you know iron chain and you put it on a, a rock that's smooth a smooth rock and you hit it and you bring it back that noise that it makes it makes a loud noise what's that talking about that noise that the angels that you hear from the angels when they go when they go down كأنه سلسلة العصر ينفذهم ذلك the noise that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes down uh, it is to the angels sorry the noise from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to the angels like that loud noise when they hear that loud noise they all go down submit to Allah okay then when that happens حتى إذا فزع عن قلوبهم the heart that they submit to Allah and the humility and fright in a state of, of, of being of frightened of being scared they're on the floor and they get up حتى إذا فزع عن قلوبهم نفس القراءة حتى إذا نعثق هذا القراءة فحتى إذا فزع عن قلوبهم قالوا they say ماذا قال ربكم what did Allah say قالوا الحق وهو العلي الكبير and they say he said the truth وهو العلي الكبير and he is the most high the most great they say and so every all the angels they ask the angel above them what did Allah say they say Allah said the truth وهو العلي الكبير and they ask the above and the ones, the ones above, they, they asked and they kept until they got to the bottom and they say قَالُوا الْحَقَّ وَهُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْكَبِيرُ and he's the most high and so the angels, they start hearing what Allah decreed يعني Allah decrees stuff Allah decrees what happens every year Laylatul Qadr the angels, they start hearing about what Allah said and they start speaking about it and what happens after that فَيَسْمَعُهَا مُسْتَرِقُ السَّمْعَ those, those jinn who steal the information they go and they hear this information ومسترق السمع هكذا بعضه فوق بعض وصفه سفيان بكفيه فحرفها وبدد بين أصابعه. What happened? What مسترق السمع the jinn? What did they do? The jinn, when it comes to the soothsayer, you know soothsayers, you tell what's happening in the future. They say they tell you it's going to happen to you in the future. You're going to get this. You're going to get that. How did they get that information? Some of the information that might be true. What happens is that the jinn that he worked, they work for him. They go on top of each other. Sufyan he described how he done it. فحرف أصابعه made his hand like that and he split up his fingers so like this they go on top of each other like a stairs not straight why? because falsehood is never straight falsehood never is never bent truth is straight they go they go bent that's why I done that they're false they go up on top of each other until they go to the angels until they hear what the angels are saying and they speak about what the angels they hear what the angels are saying فيسمعوا الكلمة فيسمعوا الكلمة فيلقيها إلى من تحته so the, the, the jinn on top, he hears one little thing. This person's going to pass. He hears something, huh? He hears one little thing. And, you know, the, 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 so he, he tells the people, he tells the jinn that's underneath him. He tells the one underneath, underneath, underneath. He only hears one word. Why can't he hear more? Because we have shuhu. They, they're shooting stars. They shoot them. Right? We used to sit up before the the, the, creator, the Prophet is sending. We used to go, we used to sit down, we used to hear. We used to hear everything, we used to tell the people. But when the Prophet was sent, now something shoots us. So they might hear one kalima, they might hear one word, and they send it down to the one before them. Until it goes all the way, until they tell the soothsayer or the magician what they heard that's going to happen in the future. فَرُبَّمَا أَدْرَكَهُ الشِّهَابُ قَبْلَ أَنْ يُلْقِيَهَا And sometimes maybe the, sh- the star or the fireball will shoot them before they are able to even give the next the word to the next jinn, what they heard. They'll get shot before they 
able to tell tell the jinn the word. And sometimes they will tell the word and then they will be shot by the by the fireball. وربما ألقاها قبل أن يدركه فيكذب معها مئة كذبة and so with this one piece of truth that he heard he would lie 100 lies the jinn would say 100 lies on top of that one lie that one truth right so what happened on, the, on that day on the, the, the kahin the, the soothsayer what's going to happen to him he's going to say to the person that comes to him this is going to happen to you and this and this and this and this and that one of them is true and 100 of them are lies and so what does the person do فيقالوا so it is said أليس قد قال لنا يوم كذا وكذا كذا وكذا that soothsayer he told me that this one thing is going to happen right فيصدق بتلك الكلمة and so they think that he tells the truth because of that one word ignoring that 100 lies that he told 100 things that he told wrong and one thing he told right because of that one right thing they start believing in these soothsayers تلك الكلمة التي سمعت من السماء right and so the that's the way that the, the, the word or the, the, the soothsayer, they get their information of the future. One last thing before I mention that is that the, this, this mustariq um, al the jinn, who hear from the angels, when they hear from the angels, there's three stages that used to go, it went by. Before the, the sending of the Prophet ﷺ, during the sending of the Prophet ﷺ, and after the sending of the Prophet ﷺ. Before the bi'tha, before the sending of the Prophet ﷺ, the jinn, they used to sit up, we used to have places that we used to sit just to hear what's going to happen. And they would send it down. And nothing would shoot them. Okay? Nothing would shoot them. And then he said, But whoever tries to listen at now, something will shoot them. So before the sending of the Prophet, they wouldn't be chased off. At the time of the Prophet, during the sending of the 20, 23 years of the Prophet, his prophethood, they were not able to hear anything. Because revelation was coming down at that time. So Allah protected the revelation from the jinn. They were not able to even get up to that place. Then after the death, after the death of the Prophet they are able to listen, but they are shot much more than they used to be shot before. Okay? The, 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 the shuhub, the stars or the fires, it shoots them before they're able. Uh, a lot more, but then, uh, sorry, not a lot more. It starts, it actually shoots them. Okay? Before it was never. And now, it actually, Choose them. So they might hear one word, and after that, nothing else. They add a hundred lies. Is that clear? Is everything clear? Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure, sure? Because I'm going to confuse you. I, I, I'm not speaking very well today. Hmm. So, you know, so they stack up a little bit of them, and the shit starts shooting them, so they can't, so they're basically full. Allahu alam. He shoots them and he, he dies. The one on top, he dies. Yeah. So you mentioned that we used to get shot. Yeah. Did start to exist before? Yeah, but the angels, they, they, Allah would never protect. No, Allah didn't. Allah allowed them. Yeah, Allah decreed for that. No, it's necessarily stars. It's shooting. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah? The angels that throw them. No. The buruj. The angels, the buruj, the head, the sky, it has buruj. Buruj is, um, you know, the prison, you know, prison. It has a that tower, the guards that shoot. It's called buruj. Buruj. Okay, the angels they have that. So, the stars were present, but not shooting them. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They would. They would hear. They would hear what would happen. طيب. وعن النواس بن سمعان رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم. The next um, narration about this is the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said إذا أراد الله تعالى أن يوحي بالأمر when Allah سبحانه وتعالى wants to reveal something. 
This is going to happen. This year's decree. Whatever. Whenever Allah wants to speak. Takallama bil wahi. He speaks with the revelation. Akhadati samawatu minhu rijfa. Or rajfa. The angel, the, 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 the skies, they shake. The heavens, they shake. Where the angels are living, they shake. Or qala ri'da. Ya'ni shake. Shadida, a fearful, hard shaking. Khawfan min Allahi azza wa jal. Our fear of Allah. Because of the people, the inhabitants in the heavens, they're scared of Allah, what Allah said. Right? فَإِذَا سَمِعَ ذَلِكَ أَهْلُ السَّمَاوَاتِ صَعِقُوا وَخَرُوا لِلَّهِ سُجَّدًا When this happens, they fall down. And the angels, yani the angels, the ones in the heaven, the, the beings in the heaven, they fall down and they go to sujood in front of Allah. فَيَكُونُ أَوَّلَ مَنْ يَرْفَعُ رَأْسَهُ جِبْرِيلُ Or Jabrail. The first one who raises his head is Jibreel. So Allah speaks to Jibreel and tells him what's going to happen. But look at this, look at what's the point that he's trying to bring here. The angels, the weakness of the angels. These angels who are a huge creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they themselves, they fall down into sujood out of hearing the wahi of Allah. So who's now going to make dua to an angel? He don't, they don't have that power. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he speaks, that noise, it makes them fall unconscious and on the floor and into sujood. And so Jibreel, he speaks to Jibreel and tells him what's going to happen. يمر جبريل, then Jibreel, he, he goes down. الملائكة, he goes past all of the angels. Every time he goes past the heaven, the angels in that heaven, they ask him, What did our Lord he say, O Jibreel? فيقول جبريل جبريل يسي قال الحق وهو العلي الكبير he has said the truth and he is the most high uh, the, the most great فيقول كلهم so all of them they repeat and they say مثل ما قال جبريل the same thing that جبريل said فينتهي جبرائيل بالوحي إلى حيث أمره الله عز وجل he goes and he does what Allah commanded him to do and that shows the weakness of what the angels so in this last chapter he showed the weakness of the human beings so why are you going to call it besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a human being, even if he's the most righteous? And number two, the angels. He showed the weakness of the angels. So why are you going to call anyone other than, the, other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even the angels? How are you going to call upon them besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? When, when Allah azza wa jal speaks, they fall into, they fall into sujood. And we mentioned the, 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 how big these angels are. Tayyip. And that is that chapter. Fee masail. Hello, the meaning applied in certain uh, if the, we mentioned we mentioned this before no, the, chain, the chain of certain in a lot of narrations when it comes to this kitab of tawheed you find that not a lot sorry some of the narrations are weak like the, the one we went through last in the last chapter from al-tabarani when he said that the munafiq used to harm the believers it's a weak chain of narration but it has its meaning is correct therefore it is used to back up to the already correct meaning. Because the correct meaning is backed up by what? By authentic narrations from the hadith or from the Quran. But what the scholars of knowledge, the people of knowledge, is something that um, a lot of people, they, 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 they're confused about. Especially, um, especially when it comes to people who are mutaalimin, people who don't really know knowledge, they're speaking about knowledge. They don't know the way of the people of knowledge. Now they don't know that the people of knowledge, they will, they will bring a, a weak chain of narration in order to back up and reinforce a correct meaning. And there's something that Tirmidhi done from the Salaf. Tirmidhi, do you think all of his chain of narration are, are weak? No. Does he know they're weak? I mean, do you think all of his chain of narrations are, 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 are strong, are authentic? Only Bukhari and Muslim, everything is authentic, right? 
Tirmidhi and Nasai, Abu Dawood, Ibn Majah and Nasai, some of them are weak, right? That he know is weak. Yes, he did it himself. He, he says, Hada hadithun gharib, Hada hadithun da'if. Himself, he brings it. But why does he bring it? This is the way of the people's knowledge. That the ignorant people, they don't know. An ignorant person, I mean, I'm talking about certain people who, what do they do? They come out and they speak. They say, why are you using weak hadith? They don't know the way of the, the salaf. That like you using a weak hadith is the way of the salaf. They would use it in order to back up a already authentic meaning. But they would never use a weak hadith as a primary evidence. They will never use a weak hadith as a primary evidence. And so recently you had some, some, some ignorant people, what did they do? They said that weak hadith, you bring a weak hadith. Therefore your whole argument is gone. You don't know the whole And it just shows a high level of ignorance. And it's something that the Salaf would do. Imam Tirmidhi, Abu Dawood, and Nasai, Ibn Majah. They were ulama of hadith, you know. They were scholars of hadith. Rather, Tirmidhi himself, he says that his hadith is weak. But he still brings it as an evidence. For what? In order to reinforce an already correct meaning. طيب? So sometimes he does that. And we find, we find this a lot of kitab al-Tawheed. It's a very good question. Because a lot of people, they ask this question. It's a very good question. The why, why are weak hadith being brought? طيب? Another thing that is similar to that, just because you brought it, it's very, it's very important. Well, I actually think about this today as well. Is that sometimes you will, the, the, the scholars, they will explain a weak hadith. So you think, so why are they explaining the hadith when it's already weak? Why? Because they say that the hadith of the Prophet wasallam is possible that it's strong. It's possible that it's strong. Even the training narration is, is weak. It's possible that the Prophet wasallam may have said it. So they say, if the ruling is taken from it, because there, is, there are evidences for it, then they explain it because of that. They explain this hadith to back up the other hadith. And also they say, also they explain it also with the assumption saying that if it was authentic, then this will be the meaning. If it was authentic, this will be the meaning. For example, the hadith of uh, Tirmidhi, he narrates a hadith when he says, um, when he says that the Prophet وسلم, and he says, there will come a time uh, the people yarkabun al ibil. They would, they would, um, they would ride their camels. Yatlubun al ilm. They would be seeking knowledge. Fala yajidun ahad an alam min alim al Medina. They would not find anyone more knowledgeable than the scholar of Medina. Scholars, they said, this is Imam Malik, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, said that they would not find anyone more knowledgeable than the alim of Medina. Some of them they said this is Imam Malik. Some of them they said this is Abdullah ibn Umayr al Umadi or Abdullah ibn Abdullah al Umadi. Okay. They say, Imam Malik or Abdullah al-Umadi. But then you look at the chain of narration, you say it's weak. It's a weak chain of narration. So the, and some sort of say it's strong. I remember asking Sheikh Rasulullah, I said it's a strong chain of narration. Like in, some say it's weak. So I said to a man, a Sheikh, I remember Sheikh Iraqi Sheikh, his name Sheikh Maher al-Fahl. I said to him, Sheikh, why did you explain the hadith when it's weak? He said, Ala fard, if it was authentic, then this would be the meaning. You understand? So explaining weak hadith is allowed. Scholars have done it from the past until now and using it to back up on already authentic meaning is allowed also طيب. that is why you find kitab you're going to find some weak chain of narrations in this kitab but the meanings are correct hmm. I was going to say don't some weak hadiths have um, authentic meaning exactly yeah that's the whole yeah في مسائل المسائل الأولى تفسير الآية تفسير الآية which is حتى إذا فزع عن قلوبهم right we know the tafsir now the angels are what happens to the angels الثانية ما فيها من الحجة على إبطال الشرك you show that in these evidences are evidences to show that shirk is not is, is, is false. Especially when it comes to those people who they do shirk with the righteous people. Because the righteous people they can't help you. Wahiya al ayatu lati kila inna taqta uruka sha uruka shajara 
And this is the ayah that cuts off shirk from the heart. What, what ayah is he talking about? He's talking about the ayah when he says, when the angels, when it happens to them, uh, the ayah before. It says, Say, call, this is talking about the ayah, this is the ayah that um, cuts the roots of shirk from the heart. Look at the ayah that he's talking about. Um, you know the ayah that he brought, the chapter, the title, the ayah before it. He says, قل, Say, call upon those people who you call besides Allah. They, number one, they do not own anything in the heavens and the earth. The angels and the righteous people, they don't own every, anything in the heavens and the earth. They don't even own the weight of, a, of an ant. And they have no even partnership in it. You know, some people sometimes don't own something, but you have you are a percentage of it. You have to look. They don't even have that. Nor are they even helpers. Yani, they don't own the thing. They don't own anything in the heavens and the earth. Nor are they even partners in it. Nor are they even helpers, volunteers, to help hold it up. And he says, Okay, they don't own it. I know they don't own it. Only Allah owns it. I know, I know. But I'm calling upon them so they can make dua for me in front of Allah. So what does Allah say? And the shafa'a, even if you say, okay, they don't own, and they don't have any partnership, and they don't even help. Okay, but let me make dua to them so that they may give me shafa'a. He says, and they don't even own shafa'a. They don't even have any shafa'a. Alright? Then he says, Then when their hearts are gone, and their hearts, but there's a fright and scared. The, 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 the fright is taken away from their hearts. This is what happens. So what do you think? Do you, do you, do you, if anyone knows these meanings in their heart, do you think any shirk, any ta'alluq, any connection with, with other, other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to remain in this heart? Never. You know that Allah, they don't own anything. Nor even shafa'ah. So he says, It cuts off the shirk from the heart. Yes, ayah. So memorize the ayah. الثالثة تفسير قوله قالوا الحق وهو العلي الكبير تفسير of the ayah الرابع number four سبب سؤالهم عن ذلك the reason why they would ask because they don't know what Allah said قال خامس أن جبريل يحبهم بعد ذلك بقوله أو يجيبهم بعد ذلك بقوله قال كذا وكذا that Jibreel responds to them with the response that we mentioned السادسة ذكر أن أول من يرفع رأسه جبريل the first one to raise his head is Jibreel السابعة أنه يقول لأهل السماوات كلهم لأنهم يسألونه that he says to all of the people of the heavens because they ask Jibreel and they ask what did Allah say and he responds to them. That this unconsciousness, all of the people of the heavens, they go through it, the angels, all of them. That the heavens, they shake by the, because of the speech of Allah. العاشرة number 10 أن جبريل هو الذي ينتهي بالوحي بالوحي إلى حيث أمره الله فجبريل is the one who sends down the revelation he is the angel that's responsible with وحي revelation generally it's a general principle الحادية عشرة number 11 ذكر استيراق الشياطين the stealing of the shaytan when they steal the hearing of the 
tube stays and stuff like that. Athaniya ta'ashra, number 12 is sifat rukubi ba'dihim ba'da, the way they go on top of each other, like this, as we, as we showed. Athalitha ta'ashra, number 13, sarhu irsal al-shihab, the shooting stars they sent because of them. Al-rabi'a ta'ashra, annahu taratan yudriku al-shihabu qabla an yulqiyaha. Sometimes the shooting, the fire, it would attack them before they um, are even able to say any words, so the soothsayer will have 100% lying. Or ta'aratan yulqiyaha, and sometimes the jinn will say the word, and then the soothsayer will have 1% of a lie, of a truth. Fi uzuni walimihi min al-insi qabla an yudrikahu. Naam. Al-khamisa ashara qawl al-kahin yasduqu ba'da al-ahyan. That the soothsayer, sometimes he does tell the truth, right? Because he gets it from the jinn. Sometimes he might say something that's true. Does it show that you're allowed to go to him? Evidently, still doesn't show that you're allowed to go to him. And the Sadhita Ta'ashara number 16 is Kawluhu yakribu ma'aha mi'ata kazba So he adds onto it 100 lies The Sabi'a Ta'ashara Annahu lam yusaddaq kizbu Annahu lam yusaddaq kizbu kalimuhu Illa bitilka al-kalimati Lati sumi'at min al-sama' That his lies are only believed Because of that one truth that he was told Right? And that shows you don't believe the people Just because he says something that's good Why a good thing? It doesn't mean he's a good person The Thamina Ta'ashara number 18 Qabulu annufusu lilbatili Kayfa yata'allakuna biwahidatin Wa la'atabiluna bilmi'ah that how the people they're connected to to falsehood. How is someone going to be connected to that one truth? So he told the truth that day, you know. He had to tell the truth. But they forget about the 100 lies that, he, that didn't come true. Just one truth he said. Yeah. Is that they spread this truth. And someone says, this person, he knows that. He knows the future. Because he told me this truth one day, I saw it. He saw a message and it goes around the people. And so people believe that he's a wali and they start worshipping the Quran, which is as it happens today. Al-Ishroon number 20, Ithbat al-Sifat al-Khilaf al-Mu'atila, that we affirm the attributes as opposed to the Mu'atila. Who are, I mean, what attributes do you come here? Do you, do you see here? Huh? Who says that? Speech of Allah. Speech of Allah. Speech of Allah. So Allah speaks, right? It's kalam bil kalima. It's speech. As opposed to those groups who say that Allah doesn't speak, like Asha'ir and the Mu'tazila, they say Allah doesn't speak. Al-Hadiyatul Al-Ishroon, that they say that the speech of Allah is limited, as Sayyidina Muhammad said. Al-Hadiyatul Ishroon says, one group of such people, bi'anna tilka al-radda wal-radda, falsehood in Allah lies with the jinn, that this faking of the heavens and the fact that we go on top of that is fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Thaniyatul Ishroon, number 20, this group of people end up believing the truth. Yes, Sayyidina.